1: Malini here from Heights, and for today's episode, we're bringing you an extra special chat with Jacqueline Lauren, or Jax, founder and CEO of Lens Life. Having struggled with anxiety from an early age and now in the high-pressured position of running a company, Jax and I sat down to talk about her relationship with mental and physical well-being, as well as her experience so far as a Heights customer. I started off by asking Jax what kicked off her brain care journey and how she came to discover Heights. So for me, I've always had anxiety and it is
2: largely environmental. I had a pretty chaotic family life growing up um, and also being the founder of a startup. It's just like constant state of stress. Um, But yeah, I've always done things like meditate and mindfulness and I've tried prescription drugs for my anxiety um, and I've tried a lot of other like, I suppose healthier alternatives Um, in terms of understanding the brain care science behind heights uh, it was through dan so connecting with dan on clubhouse and i found it really fascinating everything that he was talking about ended up trying heights with kind of like very open mind i'm pretty open-minded with just like happy to try something not going to go into it with any expectations the thing that i noticed the most which blew me away was my sleep i've always suffered from insomnia usually to do with anxiety and stress. It's a really common interrelationship. I don't have like an Apple watch or anything like that. I just use the basic functionality on my phone, but I noticed that my sleep had drastically improved in the like two months of me starting to take heights, just better quality sleep, not getting up and checking my phone in the middle of the night. I used to average about five hours a night and I'm pretty good at functioning on five hours, but I was getting upwards of like, 7 which is amazing that extra 2 hours and I screenshotted it and I sent it to that <laughs> cuz I was so shocked and I even sent it to my psychiatrist back in Australia he, she's been my long term touch point with my anxiety cuz I was first diagnosed when I was in my early 20s Um, and I was just like, look at this because she's always said that, you know, sleep is so important for anxiety. Anxiety is going to be a lot more manageable if you're well rested, but it's also a really hard thing to achieve. I don't like taking Valium or Xanax or anything like that because I had some really bad experiences with it when I was younger. I ended up in hospital. So yeah, for, for her, even she was shocked that I'd had like several weeks consistently, not a one-off, but like back-to-back nights of like seven hours sleep. And the only thing that I'd done different in my routine, my stress levels were still as high as ever. I had a lot of stuff going on with my company. It was having started taking
1: hikes. Wow. Okay. No, that's really amazing to hear about the sleep thing. Cause like you said, with the anxiety and the sleep, it's kind of like chicken and the egg as well. Sometimes it's like, how am I supposed to sleep if I'm anxious? And now I can't sleep. So I'm even more anxious. So it's really good that you have, like now you've achieved that one part that could hopefully help, you know, the anxiety a bit. Beyond like the sleep aspect, you know, we've talked about that. What role has brain care played in your life so far? Like, was there is there anything else it has touched? So for me,
2: just generalized well-being. Like I said, I've struggled with anxiety for a really long time. I lived mm-hmm. in the US for a little while. They've got a really heavy duty prescribing culture there, where mm-hmm. the go-to is to give anyone of any age, prescription drugs, to to deal with issues. So when I was in my early 20s, I was being given Xanax, Valium, Tamazepam, a whole smorgasbord of different things to deal with panic attacks, insomnia, and I actually overdosed. It wasn't deliberate, it was accidental, but just because, like, I was 20-something, crazy life, flying around between New York and Sydney and just not really paying attention to my health. And the doctor that I met, who's been my long-term doctor, she was the one who she's actually really anti-overly medicating young people. Um, she's a psychiatrist. She's the head of psychiatry at St. Vincent's Hospital in Sydney. Um, and she runs the O'Brien Center, which is a youth mental health center. And I was so lucky that I ended up in her care because she was just like, we're going to take you off all these things. You're being completely mismanaged and we're going to teach you some coping mechanisms. So it was all about, you know, eating better, drinking and partying less. Um, learning other coping strategies like meditation, mindfulness, breath work was a big one that um, she used to kind of really, really push me to try, if not for any other reason, but to kind of help me sleep and and what that and whatever else. So all those sorts of things she was encouraging. And so when I first heard about heights, my go-to was to go back to her and be like, is this okay for me to take? Because I take Lexapro for my anxiety, um, but is it okay for me to take this alongside? And she thought it sounded great worth a try obviously all natural so no harm in that um, and she was really really surprised with the impact it's had in terms of just my attitude even to to brain care it's it's really powerful when something actually works for you it can, kind of makes you double down on engaging with those sorts of like practices so for me it's seen me kind of revisit my you know mindfulness i've been meditating every day again Seeing Dan on Instagram, like always encouraging everyone to go out for walks. I take the dog on more walks that she probably would care to go on these days. (laughs) Um, So those sorts of things. That's probably been my experience to date.
1: Is there anything in particular right now that you would, in your life, maybe in your personal life, professional life, is there anything that you want to achieve? Um,
2: I, like I said, I'm the founder of a startup. So the main thing I would love to achieve at the moment professionally is we're, we're working on our seed rounds and we're currently going through a restructure to become a US company. Um, so dealing with the VC and all of that, uh, the main thing for me personally that I want to achieve there is. Being able to actually maintain a a state of calm, I had a very, very unexpected offer come through, which should have made me really, really excited, but in fact, actually made me really overwhelmed. And I realized I'm actually mentally under a lot more pressure than I have come to terms with because I think I went into a bit of a tail and had like a very minor meltdown and I messaged Daph about that too saying like I, sh- I should have been so excited and I actually just completely got like thrown for six and couldn't cope. So that sort of stuff for me is really, really important and I think it's really interesting that the industry as well, they're currently really moving towards looking at prioritising founder wellbeing as a means of kind of, you know, like a safety net almost for, for your money. These founders are the ones who are in charge of your money if you're investing in these companies. So it's really important to make sure they're looking after themselves. And so for me, I get asked questions all the time by investors are like, you know, what's your work-life balance like? What sort of strategies do you have in place to cope with the strat, like the stress of fundraising? So that that's a huge priority for me is to actually practice <laughs> what I'm telling them I'm doing to ensure that I'm the best version of me in terms of my health, so I can be the best version of me professionally for them
1: and for their investment. Of course, yeah. And, you know, with this thing that you want to achieve, like maybe beyond your anxiety or, you know, what you mentioned earlier about how you're not prepared for an amazing opportunity, is there anything else that you feel is holding you back from achieving this? Oh gosh, just, just generalized lack of
2: time and probably lack of focus, which comes from being, you know, just exhausted and overworked. Um, so like I said, for me, it's really important to actually try and prioritize having some time to do the self-care things that I'm telling them I'm doing. Cause I know it's important and I know how it correlates me being in like having my game face on, but also being like game ready mentally. Um, and then what that means and how that translates for the success of the company. And then obviously them actually getting to realize something out of their investment so for me it is really really important at the moment learning how to time manage better so I can prioritize things it's been a big thing for me to just allocate time every morning to meditate I hadn't done that in such a long time but within a couple of weeks like you do notice the difference if you're consistent so that's probably the that's the big one for me
1: with all the anxiety issues and your sleep problems in the past and the things that you're kind of dealing with now, what would you say to somebody who is struggling with a similar problem to you?
2: Oh, different things work for different people. So first and foremost, massive advocate for going and speaking to a professional. So whether it's a psychologist or a psychiatrist, go and talk to someone because no one doesn't sleep for no reason. There's usually an underlying cause. It's either physiological or it's psychological. So firstly, go and go and assess that. Um, once you've done that, you know, don't get scared by taking like medication or maybe it's therapy or, you know, whatever else is recommended to you, but be open-minded to engaging with and trying lots of different things on the basis that you need to find a balance for yourself. Cause one of the big mistakes I made was I was taking all the advice of all these doctors, taking all these prescription drugs, many of which weren't actually very good for me. And then the people who were telling me well, actually you should slow down or you should do this, you should do that. And you should try to do it a little bit differently. I'd kind of discounted their advice because grew up in a doctor family. So in my mind, I'm like, doctors know everything. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many more solutions to the same problem out there. And you just have to be really, really patient with yourself and be open-minded to trying new things.
1: That's so right. You know, like everything works differently for everyone. Like some, it could be something like as minor as just taking a walk for one person and for another person, it could just be a combination of like eight different things that's gonna fix their problem, you know? So yeah, I think that's really, really good advice. So what is one thing you've learned from your experience with taking heights and brain care in general? Oh, the thing that stood out to me actually was I
2: listened to something Dr. Tara had recorded. It was a speaking engagement she'd done when she talked about the fact that your, your brain is the CEO of your body. And I'd really kind of underestimated that, which is crazy, obviously growing up in a medical family where they talk about that all the time. Um, but that really changed my thinking in terms of I'm never going to function at my peak physically or mentally if my actual brain health physiologically isn't there Um, because your brain is a muscle and it's only going to work as well as it's looked after and trained and I was all about doing the training and the learning but I wasn't actually looking after it very well and as soon as I changed my thinking around that and how I approached I suppose I want to say mental health, but not just in the in the context of mental illness. Mental health, but just mental well being. Yeah, like any other part of your body, it's a physical structure that needs to be fed, the right fuel, needs to be rested, needs to be taken care of. So it, yeah, that was a big thing for me, changing my attitude to that.
1: Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I think. If you neglect your brain, the rest of your body suffers, and that's so true. Like if you don't pay attention to your brain, your gut suffers. You know, your sleep suffers. Just so many different things, and I feel like a lot of people disregard brain as like the thing that controls everything. Exactly. And then um, just one last question: Is there anything you would love to learn or know more from Heights?
2: Well, I find
1: I find all the sciencey stuff really interesting.
2: So I only just subscribed to the Sunday Supplement newsletter because I heard about Heights through the team before actually getting to hear about it from the newsletter and everyone talks about the newsletter so Mm -hmm. I actually really enjoy that sort of stuff so for me I suppose understanding why the heights formulation has the impact it has on you know brain fog and all those things I find that really interesting that might not be interesting to everyone but I find it interesting and aside from that just um I think it's nice having a, a constant but not aggressive reminder to engage with all those other sort of practices like the meditation and being out in nature and things like that. I I think that's helpful. People may not pay attention to it overtly, but if it's constantly there just in your inbox or in the back of your mind, when you're having a moment of weakness or like you kind of struggling a little bit, you do notice those things. Like maybe I should pay attention to that. Maybe I should, maybe I should engage with that, which that's been the case for me. So that's always helpful. More of that.
1: Yeah. I think that's good. Like basically subconsciously helping you develop all these good habits. it's going to support your brain care journey even more. Okay. Thank you so much. It'll be really helpful to like share this with the community so people can understand that, you know, they're not alone. Other people are dealing with similar things. They are. So thank you so much. No, that's okay. Happy to help.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brain Care Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And follow us at Your Heights on Instagram and Twitter for daily doses of brain care. If you want to know more about how well you're feeding your brain, you can head to yourheights.com forward slash brain food to get your free score from 1 to 100 and start taking action from there. See you next week.